Welcome to your more. You may be on your path to having it all, the house, family, money, and world travel, when suddenly something shatters your ideal world. It shifts your perspective. You realize or maybe decide having it all isn't all that. It may leave you feeling unhappy, unsatisfied, or unfulfilled. You're left wanting something more, but you can't quite put it into words. Others, they don't get it. They try to pacify you. I've stood in your shoes. Hello, I'm Gina, the spark behind Exquisitely Aligned. Your more starts now. First, let's shatter the myths around mundane thoughts and mediocrity. Today, I'll be discussing a one-size-fits-all life and how to actively stand against it. We'll also delve deeper into the cost of conforming. To recap from our last episode, conformity isn't the answer. Conformity is, well, I would say a one-size-fits-all life or paradigm. It satisfies our natural human emotional need to belong, to be accepted by the members of a group. Groups, they are mutually beneficial. We live in a world that begs us to conform. And if we conform, we end up playing small. This trap works hard to maintain status quo, keeping you small. I hope you're nodding your head yes, that at least you acknowledge this and maybe you even agree with it. In that episode, I had quickly introduced you to three women, Nora, Rachel, and Fran. Nora was playing the nice girl role, always abiding by the rules, the best daughter, teacher's pet, ideal employee, perfect wife, oh yes, and mother of the year. She never questioned authority. Then I introduced you to Rachel the Rebel, celebrating her individuality and enforcing her rebellious ways of thinking on anyone she could find. And then Fran. Fran, she was playing both sides of the game and ending up in the frustrated rebel role. As an ex-department store buyer, I naturally see the price associated with having, being, and doing just about anything and everything. There is a cost associated with conforming. Belonging is driven by internal rewards, right? It's naturally satisfying to fit in. It's mutually beneficial relationship. Everyone loves those. But If it begins to dictate or change our behaviors, our beliefs, or our attitudes, that's a big problem. Today, I want to share more about Fran. The price she paid along the way is glaring. At the time we met, she was 49 and asking herself, what's next? She knew she wanted 50 to be fabulous. She recalls going from nice girl to the rebellious teen, staying out late and running with the wrong crowd. She jokes about making her parents prematurely gray, wink, wink. As she matured, she realized in order to excel in her career and to keep the peace within her marriage and home, it was easier for her to play nice again. She said that she was always doing things for her kids and husband. 
she felt as if she maybe gave up parts of herself for the family. And I think she was on to something. When I asked her how this happened, she said, it just did. I did what my mother did. I did what I thought I had to do. I realized now I was people pleasing. Her kids were now grown. Her marriage had since ended. She started to chase her dreams. She started to enforce her truths on everyone. And this wasn't the Fran they knew. It eventually became uncomfortable for her and everyone who loved her. Since she was asking what's next, I asked her what she wanted to do. She said, I have no idea. So next I asked her, well, what do you like to do? She paused, took a long breath, and finally said, I don't know. On a side note, the first time I heard this from a woman, I was shocked. But now, after a decade and a half of working with women, it's no longer shocking. It was clear Fran gave up parts of herself. She detached from her truths. She detached from her desires. And she detached from her gifts to be the perfect wife and the ideal mother for decades. But who's really measuring that? Is there a training or a book that I don't know about? Or is it Instagram? Are we using Instagram to tell us how to be the perfect mom? The perfect anything? I sure hope not. When I mentioned this to Fran, she chuckled, took a moment, and told me. At one point when her kids were young, she took a long, well-needed social media breather because she found herself trying to keep up with the Joneses when it came to her kids' birthday parties. So she nodded and said, yes, Gina, social media definitely played into this for me at that time. Fran is a great example of detaching from her true self in order to do what she believed in all caps was right. Her ex-husband never asked her to give up parts of herself. Her kids didn't either. They all loved and adored her. They always wanted her to be her happiest, and she wanted the same for them. So where and how did it get to this point? Well, she conformed to an ideal that wasn't her own. Remember, she explained she did what her mother did. She thought what she should do. Finding herself people-pleasing, detaching from her truths and desires, she assumed her husband and assumed her children expected this of her. She tried fighting against that same ideal later, but couldn't win either. This left her frustrated with feelings of doubt and confusion, as you can imagine. It also sucked the life right out of her, causing her to look and feel older than she really was. Conforming is associated with a cost, but thankfully, Fran was courageous and ready to actively stand against the conformity she once, okay, well, more than once gave into. 
and was courageous and ready to stand against the conformity she more than once fought against. So this is what we did. We began to work together one-on-one and ventured into the journey of exquisite alignment. Of course, this is one of my favorite things to do, right? We began at what's typically the most revealing portion of the journey, her innate gifts, the ones that only she possesses in that special way. Her superpowers, Fran says, that was a real eye-opener. Of course, hindsight is always 2020, right? She said she sees now that she wasn't using her superpowers to her fullest and sometimes not at all in her marriage and with her kids. She went on to say that she was trying to be something she wasn't, trying to teach herself these superpowers that wasn't weren't hers to use or have, and it wasn't easy. Not to worry, though. Fran has plenty of time left on this earth to be more and to do more, and now she has the energy to do it all as well. Next, we delve deep into her truths, the ones so deep that only she knew. That was a very deep dive because she initially felt detached from them. But slowly, she found her way back to them. Finally, the expiration of her desires, the ones written on her heart, the ones that cause her heart to beat. As all three of these things came together, Fran started to look, she started to feel, and definitely started to think younger. It was noticeable. Her kids were delighted with her transformation. She was delighted with who she discovered herself to be, or who she found when she unveiled those layers and decades of conformity. She could feel how magical it was to align with her soul-level truths, her heartfelt desires, and her superpowers to finally be who she was born to be. Remember when I introduced you to Fran, I told you she was wondering what's next? Well, that changed too. All of a sudden, Fran realized what's next no longer mattered because everything, everything, everything in all facets of her life was falling right into place even more perfectly than she could ever imagine. And that's what exquisite alignment is all about. I understand I covered it a lot in our short time together, and I'm here for you. Always reach out with a question or a comment. Now let's go into the how to stand actively against conformity. So to stand actively against conformity, we first must start with awareness, right? Anything we want to do or change or shift or become needs the awareness. So I ask you, start with becoming aware. And how do we do that? 
It is where we begin to transform from who we have been to who we want to be. Become aware of what parts of your life you're conforming in. Because when we become aware that we are conforming, we can begin to ask, why are we conforming? Think of Fran. Her husband nor her kids asked her to do everything for them, right? She started that. So knowing if this is yours or theirs, someone else's, if someone else is opposing this on us, will be a great place to start. You know what they say about assuming, right? It's easy to give up rules that aren't yours, especially when they are not being imposed on you. Now, when they are your rules, it's not impossible, but you may want help from a qualified person. This way you can break free from the rules you created for yourself. Does that make sense? Sometimes we're too close to it because sometimes they actually become a part of us. I would say next is conversations. Speak with those involved, your partner, your loved one, your kids. Let them know how you're feeling and how they can support you on the journey. Obviously, we need to continue. This may sound bizarre, but it works. Next, I want you to have a conversation with yourself. Yes, you need to notice when you're conforming, when you're feeling a bit maybe uneasy, frustrated, and take a moment to ask yourself, why am I doing this? Why am I feeling this way? Then notice what comes up for you. Think of it like losing weight. You find yourself in the freezer reaching for a tub of ice cream. You become aware that your hand is very cold and it's got a grip on the ice cream. It would be like asking yourself, am I hungry? Do I really want ice cream? Do I need ice cream? I don't know. Maybe that in that moment, you do need the ice cream. I have no idea. But back to conforming. You can then ask yourself, how does conforming benefit me? There must be a benefit. Listen, I survived my husband's brushes with death with a two-year-old daughter and a kindergarten son by giving in and, let's say, kid-pleasing with treats and videos because it was what I needed to do to get some well-needed rest at the time. I was beat. So I understand there are times where we might just have to give in. But let the goal be to have fewer times and more time between them. As you become like Fran, who started feeling younger, thinking younger, and looking younger, you too will have the energy and willpower needed to escape the one-size-fits-all paradigm. The other conversation I would like you to have with yourself is, am I asking others to conform to my ways of thinking, being, and living? And begin to bring awareness to those questions. And then notice where you can change that. 
because you want to give them the freedom you desire and deserve. They deserve it as well. After awareness and conversations with others and conversations with yourself, from here you need to choose to escape. You need to commit to escape. This is something you need to partner with. Ask for guidance from your inner voice, from your inner essence. Find the patience that you have in your heart to understand this is a learning process that has great rewards along the way. Next, I would then suggest delving into your truths, your desires, and your gifts, like I did with Fran. Some like to do this with journaling to bring it forth. And if that's you, or if you need help with journaling, because you're not really that fond of it, I understand. I have a deck of cards to help you reconnect with the you you were born to be. They are called Opening to Possibilities Cards. You can find them on my website, exquisitelyaligned.com. Please make sure, though, that you use the discount. It's called Podcast 20 to receive 20% off. Okay, besides journaling, you can meditate or grab a loved one and have a conversation. This works with the deck of cards I just mentioned. Some women prefer to work in a group or one-on-one. I prefer one-on-one. I typically work in groups on retreats. You decide what approach works best for you. Go easy on yourself. This is about exploring where conformity is running your life. And then being courageous enough to stand against it and choose yourself to be the authority in your life. Your divine essence, your inner wisdom, your gut instinct, whatever you endearingly call it, you don't have to get it right the first time. You simply need to play and experience how it feels. The first few times you may find yourself struggling for words. You may find that you're rounding your shoulders kind of not being confident. You may find yourself speaking softly. In time, you'll feel more empowered like Fran. You'll find you have more time in your day to do the things you want to do, the things you now desire to do. You'll find others asking why you look so darn good. The answer, you've escaped the one-size-fits-all paradigm. You broke free from conformity. You are now your own authority in your life. You are exquisitely aligned. And all is better than well. It's exquisite. So, if you have any questions, since I covered a lot please reach out to me. I'm always here for you on this journey of exquisite alignment. Next time, we'll talk about rewriting the rule book from one size fits all to your own and how to do it quickly and easily so that you can integrate it into your life. Till next time, be exquisite.